good day to you and welcome to Primary Sources, a lazy sideshow created by the good fellows down at We Talk About Dead People to tide you over until the next full episode. In this very educated and intellectual show, we read old books aloud and comment on them, as educated people do. So, settle in, pour yourself a nice glass of brandy, place the white cat on your lap, and take a nice long pull on that massive cigar. There we go. Right as rain. Good day to you, James. Hi! (laughs) We've got Barbarian in our midst. (laughs) How are you today, James? Good. <laughs> Good. 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 Uh, yes, yes. I'm glad to hear you're doing good. But yes. are you doing good for Jesus? Always. <laughs> All the time. Yep. Mm. Mm. I'm in the so Lord's what... Army. <laughs> Lord's Army? Mm. I remember that song. What oh, was it? Geez. How did the lines go? I may never never fight in the infantry, ride in the cavalry, zoom or the... uh, No, wait, that's not it. shoot the artillery. Shoot the artillery. I may never never. zoom or the enemy, but I'm in the Lord's army. Yes, sir. I'm in the Lord's (laughs) army. Yes, sir. I'm in the Lord's army. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I may never fight in the infantry, ride okay, you in can stop the cavalry, <laughs> shoot the artillery. Hey, there were hand stop. motions too. Do you remember the hand motions? Dude, I, I remember the hand motions because we did that song in my church. Oh, same here. Yeah. Not like not like no, in in a fascist boot camp. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, it wasn't even in like the children's program. Wait, what? <laughs> no. I distinctly remember doing it at least once oh, in wow. grown-up service with full-grown adults. Oh. I don't know if they did the hand motions, but we still <laughs> sang it. So, and maybe maybe I'm remembering it wrong, but I'm almost certain oh, we geez. did. That is excellent. I just remember looking up at my mom and being like, I know this one, because I'd learned it in children's yeah. choir or whatever the fuck. <laughs> oh my, these boys are using the F word. Which, <clears throat> by the way, yeah. is relevant. Uh-oh. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> because on Primary Sources, everybody, we read old books and comment on them. That is the name of the game. Wow. Um, but there was something I wanted to bring up first. Oh, okay. Because I thought it was interesting. Go I on. took this test. It's like a... You know what a Myers-Briggs is? Oh, yeah. So I took a test <clears throat> called the Predictive Index. Okay. And uh, <clears throat> it's like a paid Myers-Briggs. Uh, sure. And it's super weird, but super simple, and, like, scary accurate. Oh, yeah, those things are um, always really accurate. Yeah, so it has, like, two pages, mm-hmm. <clears throat> and the first page is a, is a list of words, just kind of scattered willy-nilly, um, and it says, pick pick the words that you think describe you. Hmm. And so you pick these words, and it takes, like, two and a half minutes if you're fast or whatever. And then the next page is, pick the words that, you, that describe how you think you ought to be. Hmm. And so I did that, and I what was did you done say? with this. Um, basically, I said that I needed to be <clears throat> a little bit more reserved. Oh, oh, honesty time. Because in the first section, I thought I talked too much, which is, you know, that's one of my, I think, probably weaknesses, except for when I'm recording the podcast! <laughs> um, yes. But also, I'm 
like super flexible with my schedule. I don't like a rigid schedule. Right. Which is weird because I've been trying to be more rigid about my schedule. Yeah. But anyway, so I took this test, <clears throat> and it's uh, it's really amazing how it came out. Um, it t- it gives you a category of person that you are, hmm. and my category is persuader. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> and it's got a it's got a picture of a microphone. <laughs> All right. And and here's what it says: Go It says on. a persuader. A persuader is a risk taking. Socially poised and motivating team builder. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, so. Yeah. <laughs> but the risk-taking thing is kind of true. I mean, I did move to Austin. and We did... St- I mean, we came up with the idea to start a podcast together, but we both did it. Mm, yeah. That was a risk. It was. Um, it was a risk to... Uh, I don't know. Anyway, so it comes back and you get these charts. And, like, the best way to describe it is, like, you've got four dots. Okay. Um arranged across this chart and they're a b c and d and a is independent and collaborative and b is sociable and reserved Hmm. and c is driving and steady and d is flexible and precise Uh uh-huh so my the way i actually am is i'm almost completely independent not collaborative at all which i don't really i don't know about that (laughs) um Hmm. but for that for what it's worth and the I am off the chart sociable. <laughs> that does not surprise me. <laughs> I'm also off the charts driving. Uh, oh, wow. So, huh. Yeah, instead of uh, steady, which is like, you know, you were calm and collected and you think things through. Me, mm. I'm like, just do it! <laughs> uh-huh. And then flexible and precise, I'm like off the charts flexible hmm. and not at all precise. Okay. But then there's the self-concept chart. Yeah, which is uh, which is interesting because this is what you believe you should be, and on the self concept chart, it's like the opposite. I like think I should be way the hell more steady than driving. I should be way the hell more collaborative and way the hell more reserved and way the hell more precise. Huh. So, uh, basically, my self concept of myself versus my actual self is the ideal employee. Oh, so. Then below that, there's the last chart, and it's synthesis, and it just puts them t- together, and it just shows how balanced you actually are. Yeah. Um, and I'm actually a decently balanced person. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Um, but there were a couple things that made me laugh when I was <laughs> reading this. Uh, <laughs> I have an incredibly strong sense of urgency. <laughs> <laughs> Does that surprise you? Nope. Not at all. <laughs> I'm oh, like, Jesus. we've got to make this podcast episode right. Oh, this now. guy will not audience this. This man will not shut up about anything being urgent. It's oh, yep. everything. Yep, all the time. Oh yeah, and you know it because oh, we yeah. lived together for a while. Yeah, for and sure. We've worked together for a year now. Yeah, um, but we've been friends Ooh. for how long? Kind of off and on. About in four days, I'd say. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Here's another thing that made me laugh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Actively and boldly challenges the world. <laughs> what? Oh, <God. laughs> what? No. Yeah. Wait, maybe. <laughs> maybe. Uh, I don't know. Hmm. Either way, uh, now I realize that I have to actively and boldly challenge the world. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> all right. So. Uh, so. What I'm picturing is... Hold a, on. 
Yeah? Mark this. Do it for me because okay. my computer just locked up. It's doing that weird thing. Sure. Um, so, sorry to cut this off mid-conversation. I don't even know if I'm recording still, you know. Yeah, I'm going to mark this as computer lock jaw. Okay. <laughs> Got to grab my, out, my power cable. <laughs> huh. Oh boy. Glitch ever. It sounds pretty bad. This computer just and I can't hear you, James. Sorry, I don't have my headphones mm. in. Oh, uh, there we go. Yep, it was recording the whole time. Bullshit. Excellent. <laughs> uh, I sh should have been singing <sighs> anyway. So my computer has this weird deal, where like it'll lock up randomly and everything will function except for the screen. Hmm. And the only way to beat it is to either shut off the computer or plug in the power cable. Oh, interesting. And that's stupid because it's a laptop. Yeah. What was the time code you marked on that? Uh, 1109. 1109. All right. Sorry about that, audience. Sorry. We're back. All right. So, back. what I was saying is, from the data that you've re recovered from this test, the image that pops into my head is a, uh, a super charismatic, but giant limp noodle riding on a horse leading a bunch of other soldiers to the United Nations to overthrow it and change the world. Uh, yeah, I have one problem though. Uh-huh. The last thing it says in my summary? Yeah. Unable to do routine work. <laughs> I guess that means, I guess, I mean, that explains why Amazon, like, gave me a test and they were like, sorry, you can't even pack boxes for us. <laughs> You'd be three so, boxes in and then, uh, ice skating or something. But anyway, so I was, like, reading this, and yeah. most of it's correct. Sure. Um, <clears throat> which is, I'm just cherry-picking the stuff I don't agree with. Mm -hmm. Um, and, well, basically... <laughs> I'm a cult leader. <laughs> <laughs> well, we knew that already. Knew that Everyone already. knows that by now. <laughs> yeah, we got people, like, fucking listening to this shit, like, oh, my God, it's the best podcast I've ever heard, and I'm like, <laughs> you don't know. It's the worst <laughs> podcast you've ever <laughs> They're so far deep, they have no idea. Oh, God. Oh, wow. Well. <laughs> Welcome to the club, everyone. <laughs> I got a bad case of morning voice this morning. Well, I remember we had a conversation a few months ago about what we were going to call our listeners, and you said something <laughs> regarding a cult. It was like the cultists or something. No, it was the children. Oh, the children. <laughs> That's even better. We were going to call our listeners children. <laughs> I wanted to call it the horde. Well, yeah, that was right, the horde. But um, that's... Did you see my Patreon post, by the way? No, I can't, because I'm not a patron. You're <laughs> <laughs> uh, So this is... The only patrons can see these messages, but... Uh, the uh, elite. I'll, re I'll, 
I'll read a little bit from it. <laughs> uh, oh, wait, what the hell? Did we get another patron? While we were podcasting? Whoa! No way. No. Nope, we didn't. I'm just reading it wrong, and I'm dumb. I'm dumb. <laughs> Alright, so, like, I put it, I put this post on Patreon about, like, behind the scenes and shit. Yeah. Because I'm actually starting to do that now, now that we have enough patrons to, like... Entertain. Enter, yeah, to, <laughs> to do. To dance for. Okay, alright, here's the thing. Uh -huh. What the fuck? Okay, so this page says we have 10 patrons, and this page says we have 11. Hmm, that's weird. I guess they're not counting Randy yet. Mm. But anyway, so on this patron thing, I put a couple of pictures. One, there's David Koresh in this post, and then there's a picture of some communist propaganda from China. <laughs> Good. This is the last line in the blog post. <laughs> We're all striving for a future where we talk about dead people conquers the planet. <laughs> a future where everyone knows about our stupid show and can't stop listening. <laughs> Together we march toward a brighter, stupider morning. <laughs> Accurate. Uh, yeah. <clears throat> but anyway, so, yeah, if you want to see the patron posts, you have to give a dollar or whatever. I think that's the I think I'll do line. that. Yeah, there's a two dollar tier. You get a shout out, but that's about it. I I need to get a shout out for myself. <laughs> <laughs> shout out to James. Whoa, what a guy! <laughs> the best guy. What a loser. Anyway. All right. So have have we <laughs> have we fucked around enough, or is it time to read some primary sources? Well, uh, I want to. Yes, it is time to read primary sources. But I I do say that maybe I should take this quiz as well for our next fake episode. Well, here's the problem. It costs $10? <laughs> no, no. It costs enough that I had to do it through my dad's business. Oh. Oh. I think it's a, I think it's a corporate test, because I oh, looked it up. Boy. I mean, we can Google it. <laughs> we can Google it right now. It's not for... What I'm saying is it's not for hoi polloi like you. Oh, dear. The, <laughs> the elite corporate entities won't let the plebs in. Yeah. I'm going to oh, occupy wait, this, a, uh, this internet site. <laughs> Occupy Predictive Index. <laughs> <laughs> it's the next movement, starting here yeah, with me. Um, <laughs> let's see. I want to see your pricing. Uh, it looks like, yeah, they use it for hiring stuff. Mm. Which is which makes sense, because my dad is like... What was the name of the guy in the Lego movie that was played by Will Ferrell? Was it Lord Business? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Something like that. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I compare my dad to Lord Business because <laughs> the guy is so driven. I actually have his chart. Oh. Um, he showed it to me, oh. and he's, I mean, it's like, you're going to be Lord Business someday, my man. Yeah. <laughs> and he's, like, entire, almost entirely reserved where I'm entirely sociable. <laughs> which where is why we come? don't understand yeah. each other. <laughs> <laughs> He'll be thinking something through, and I'll just be talking. <laughs> And be like, what? <laughs> <laughs> but he's kind of like that with everybody. I mean, one of his favorite things, and I love this about him. Mm -hmm. One of my favorite things is that he says everyone at work is kind of like afraid of him because he almost never says anything. <laughs> <laughs> That's epic. <laughs> yeah, but, he, you know, at the end of the meetings, they'll, they'll be like, all right, so we haven't heard from, uh, you know, Mr. C yet. You know, Mr. C, what do you think? And he'll, like, lean back and think. And then he'll say one thing, and they're like, we shouldn't have had the meeting. <laughs> Because he summarizes it so well. That's so great. <laughs> I know. It's just, yeah, anyway, so that's Lord Business for you. Oh, wow. <clears throat> anyway, so, uh, 
shall we move on? Is it time? Is I, I it think time it is, on? yes. Okay, so my first source mm-hmm. is from the book of Judges. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I just have oh. a Bible in my closet, and I, I don't ever, ever read it because I didn't put it there. <laughs> what a bad Christian boy. I am a... At least you remember the song, but anyway. Well, we'll never forget the song. I mean... True. The indoctrination part of the way we were raised is very real. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, uh. Did I talk to you about the phone addiction thing? Uh, no. And I know this is completely off topic, everybody, but we're just trying to fill time. <laughs> Just kidding, just kidding. No, I thought this was interesting. Hmm. Um, so, you and I went to a lot of Christian camps. Oh yeah, right, growing up. Mm-hmm. And like the, I seem to remember always like liking parts of them. Yes. Um, and then like coming away feeling elated. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, and I always thought, huh, like maybe, maybe it's just that I'm getting to hang out with people that I like, hmm. and I'm getting to be around people that you know think like me. And I think that was part of it. Mm-hmm. But what's interesting is, like, I came away from camps I hated feeling that way. Yeah. Um, like, Worldview Academy. Oh, you remember boy. that one? Oh, I remember that one. Yeah, I came away from that one, for, and for a couple days I felt like I was on a high. Like, uh, everything yep. was fun, and I felt good about myself, but I hated that fucking thing. Yeah, same. Because, <laughs> uh, for those of you who don't know, Worldview Academy is basically like... I mean, it's an indoctrination program in a lot of yeah. ways. Um, like, for example, I mean, we probably talked about this already, but um, for example, they train you to be a street evangelist, mm-hmm. and you're like 15 and maybe younger. And then they bust uh, you out there to actually do it. Yeah, but before they do, and before they did when I when I was in the program, and I don't remember if you were there or not, sorry. Different year. <laughs> uh, different year. Yep. Yeah, so when I went, um, the guy, they like built us up for a week about like how tough we were and how we were the last bastion of Christianity defending yep. against the hordes, you know. Yep. And they scare the hell out of you. And before we went out, the guy's like, I know you're scared, and I know you don't want to do this, but I want you to just watch this clip and rethink that. <laughs> oh, and he puts on a clip from The Sixth Sense. Oh, I remember this. And it's the guy, it's the kid in the bed saying, I see dead people. Yeah. And sometimes they don't even know they're dead. Oh, God. <laughs> and so with that fresh on our minds, we're sent out into the streets to face perfect strangers with a pamphlet in our hands and try to explain to them why they should subscribe to our brand of Christianity. Because they are dead. Yeah. Wow. Well, <clears throat> to be fair, mm-hmm. and, you know, I still go to church. You know that. Yep. Um, I'm not, I don't consider myself like, I'm I'm a wild card. Let's just put it that way. Mm-hmm. Um, but that was a different brand. Oh, for sure. Um, of Christianity that I was exposed to, and you were exposed to, mm-hmm. um, thinking that that was all it was. Yeah. But anyway, so that it was an interesting experience. But anyway, so I would always come away feeling, feeling better. Mm. And I think I figured out why across the board I felt better. Um, because when I was going to these camps, I was texting all the time. Oh, interesting. Um, and even better, I was texting girls all the time. Yeah, so I was going to say. That's high-pressure high shit, um, especially for, like, a 14-, 15-year-old kid. Mm. Um, but that, during those weeks, they wouldn't let us use our phones. Ah. In fact, if they caught you with them, they would take them away. Yeah, and chop off your hand. Mm-hmm. And what's interesting is every... <laughs> Essentially. You just slip these in here, and my sleepy self can't catch this shit. Right. Um, but anyway, so yeah, they, they take away your phone or whatever. 
And I really think, because I, what, I, what would happen when I came, like, the first thing I would do when I would get in the car to go home is pull my phone out of the spot I'd hidden it. Mm-hmm. And, like, text feverishly. Mm. Uh, and read up all the things I missed. Yeah. And uh, what's interesting is, like, as I've got more devices and as I've started working on the podcast, which, you know, is all computer work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, every time I turn on the computer, I feel anxious. Huh. Yeah. I don't know why that is. Maybe because it's my workstation, my entertainment station, mm-hmm. my, you know, socialization station all in one. It's like anything could happen. And that's very scary. True. Yeah. Anyway. Maybe I'm the... gonna take a I'm gonna take a break from spending all my time on the computer. Mm. Yeah, good. It actually helps being at work too, and not being able to check my phone. Mm, true. Yeah. Interesting. Or play Minecraft. <laughs> <laughs> I deleted Minecraft from my computer. Oh, that's a that is a milestone in the uh, the pathway to adulthood. I will say. <laughs> yeah. Well, I was at a coffee shop, uh, Epoch Coffee mm-hmm. in Austin on North Loop, and it's a great place. Love going there. If you listen to the podcast, go to Epoch Coffee. You might see me there. You won't know, though, because you don't know what I look like. Huh? You will if you watch the episode with Bryce, though. Shh. <laughs> I don't know about that, because okay. nobody watched that. Okay. Well. Um, well, a lot of people watched that, but not as many as I would have liked from our show. But that's okay, because they were mostly subscribers to Bryce's show, and I was the guest on Bryce's show. So there you go. All right, good. But yeah, so I was there, and there was like this 40-year-old guy sitting in the back playing Minecraft. Oh, and I was like looking at that, and I'm like, it gets everyone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> at Walmart, I'm stocking like five or six different kinds of Minecraft. Um, oh, geez. every day. This technology's you know, like... beyond me. <laughs> <laughs> These young whippersnappers and their damn Minecraft. They're cubes of Satan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I bet there really was like a okay. We're googling this. <laughs> oh no! I know like what you're looking for. I know what you're looking for. Minecraft is unchristian. Is unchristian. Plus Satan. Okay. God hates Minecraft. Uh, <laughs> well, that's true. That is objectively true. I think this is a fake blog. Oh, okay. <laughs> Let's see. Greetings, true Christians. Did you know there is an ungodly game where evil Mormons and atheists can... Yeah, this is fake. <laughs> <laughs> the blog is called creationsciencestudy.wordpress.com and the blog post... Oh my god, this guy's been pe- posting since 2012. <laughs> oh, wow, there's some, there's some hard work. Yeah. Um, let's see. Christians against video games. Is Minecraft demonic... Yes. Uh, yes, it is. Minecraft makes children sl- sex slaves and destroys our economy. Let's see. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, this is this is from. This is fake too. Damn it. Oh shit. Damn it. Uh, yeah. Wait, we got a letter. Mm. To the editor of the Lighthouse Trails Research Project. I don't know what the fact. Sounds Christiany. Uh, to Lighthouse Trails, my grandsons have been playing a game uh, called Minecraft. It was apparent to me that it was not good, and I tried to warn my daughter. I prayed for God's protection of my grandsons and also that their parents would see it as evil. Hmm. Recently, they have become aware of demonic activity in their home. Oh. I will not go into detail, but the whole situation has opened their eyes. The whole family took turns smashing the game in their garage. <laughs> 
From what I understand, this game is popular nationwide. There are also Minecraft toys and clothing besides the video games. My family disposed of everything that had to do with Minecraft. God's blessing on you and your work. Good. Wow. <laughs> wow. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Oh, my God. Mm. Wow. It, the uh, re response from the editor is... For parents who do not understand the occultic nature of t many of today's games, books, toys, and videos, please read Barrett Kyo's uh, book, How to Protect Your Children from the New Age and Spiritual Deception. Ooh, that sounds good. <laughs> Discusses toys, games like Pokemon, Power Rangers, and several other New Age occultic toys and games. Hmm. As well as Ouija boards, which is... Ooh, odd. I remember, <laughs> I remember the uh, Toys R Us Ouija board I bought when I was six. Oh... How'd you get away with that? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> hmm. I did not have a Ouija board. Oh. <clears throat> well, my my uh, my family was very worried about Pokemon and Harry Potter mm, and that sort same. of thing. And yep. No, I get it. I get it. Um, but uh, I also think it's silly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, okay, so, you know what? How about it? How about we move into our first primary source? I, I think that's uh, it's about time. I think it's probably time. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna take a sip of coffee. We will <sighs> listen to it. And it's it's just delicious, delicious coffee. It's cold as hell, and I'm <laughs> drinking out of my Maxine mug. Hmm. Um, you know what Maxine is, right? No. You never got like a forward from your grandma, or your mom, with like an old lady wearing aviators, and she's like poorly drawn, and she's complaining about young people. Oh, maybe I have. <laughs> and being old. In this one, she's lying in bed. And she's she's sneering. Breakfast in bed? Isn't that just cleaning up crumbs from last night's midnight snack? <laughs> I know it is for uh, you, James. But it is. you know. Uh, <laughs> well, you know you've moved to an all-time low when you've dragged the refrigerator to your bedside. So I don't even have to stand up. <laughs> I just reach over, open it up, and let it fall on top of me. <laughs> just absorb the calories. Yeah. <laughs> My stomach opens up into this gaping <laughs> hole, and it's just that swallows the whole fridge whole. It's ex oh, it's God. an expensive lifestyle, I'll, I'll admit. But that is disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> All right, primary sources. Let's get down to this. <laughs> okay, so well, uh, do you want to start or should I? Because I have a lot, and I hear I understand you only have one. I only have one. Uh, I'm an okay. underachiever, but you have many, uh, and you've been bragging about them all week. <laughs> and I lost them all because my computer crashed. This computer is great, but it has a lot of crashing problems, oh. um, which is ma what makes it less great. But anyway, so the first one I have mm -hmm. is pronounced, I think, Struvel Peter. Ah, uh, good. And here's the fun thing. This story has no words. Oh, jeez. <laughs> it's completely illustrated. Oh, no. <laughs> we're, we're a podcast, damn it, not a TV show. <laughs> so I'm going to describe to you some of the images from Struvel Peter. Oh, okay. Um, starting with the cover. Uh, I really should be drawing this so we can post the drawings, but I'm too lazy. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of like the idea. Maybe we'll do one. Uh, I don't know. Okay, so go ahead. I kind of want you to draw at least the cover. <laughs> oh, Do you have a pen pencil and paper? Yep, alright, let me find some paper. Uh, Check the fridge. Oh shit, there's no paper in there. Just a, just half a turkey. Uh, what is all this shit? So I got a friend. Uh-huh. He drives for favor. Oops. And uh, the other day, uh, he delivered 11, no, 
Six cupcakes and two glasses of milk. Mm. <laughs> oh, great. And it cost it cost the people who ordered it sixteen dollars for the food alone. Huh. Oh. oh and geez. then they had to pay the delivery fee. Right. Which is like another, I think, eight bucks. Oh or wow. Something like that. And then the tip. Oh. So it cost them like twenty five bucks to get cupcakes. Oh boy. And milk. <laughs> delivered to their home. And I was thinking to myself, someday James and I will be wealthy enough from this podcast to do that. Uh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah, okay. it's going to happen. Yeah, it's going to happen someday. <laughs> and I will eat all the cupcakes. Okay, I have Yeah, you'll eat all the cupcakes and paper. I'll just, I'll just drink all the milk. Okay, so you got some paper. Yeah. All right. Uh, and we're, we're going to put these drawings somewhere. <laughs> somewhere. Probably, I don't know, maybe on the Twitter, maybe on the Patreon page yeah we'll put them on the patron page but everyone can see them okay we that sounds good patrons only yeah this will be for everybody so they can just go look at our thank you for patrons. lowering yourself to our levels yeah yeah okay um so so what right. am i what am i drawing is this the title or the this is the this is struvel peter this is the cover okay all right so what we're looking at here is a puffy puffy person all right all right but they're kind of short Oh, shit. No, okay, well, I already drew that. Start over. <laughs> uh, nope, I got it. Okay. Okay, they're wearing a tunic. Oh, shit. Uh, okay. And their legs are spread as wide <laughs> as the east is from the west. <laughs> okay. Uh, I know you don't, don't do color, but um, this person is appears to be a white male. All right, that's good, because the paper's white. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and he's got what looks like an afro. Oh, okay. Um, Easy. But it's blonde and no, it's gonna be it's, black here. It, <laughs> it's so big it goes out over his shoulders. Oh shit! <laughs> All right. And he's also got uh, Freddy Krueger hands. Oh boy. Okay. So long, long claws. What is this story? <laughs> have you drawn the face yet? No, I have not. The face is just your basic bitch resting face. <laughs> okay. Just this, yeah. It looks like someone's trying to take a selfie, like those 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 girls who are like slightly dark or whatever, and they take their selfies in grayscale or whatever. Oh yeah. They kind of look like intense, you know. All right, That's I've got the I've got the cover art. Perfect. All right, you know, could you turn on your camera so I could see it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we can do I that. I don't want to see you. I want to see it. Well, of course. Uh, all right, all right. All right. Here we all go. Right, here. Here we go. <laughs> all I'm seeing is like... Well, there's duct tape. Oh, God. <laughs> Shit, there's duct tape residue all over the camera because I believe that the government's spying on me. <laughs> That should be better. You should see yourself right now. Uh, You're like leaning toward the camera and it's like <laughs> wiping it. <laughs> Alright. Here we go. And there's like this I know, you're so blurry, but oh <laughs> It's pretty good, right? That's, that's pretty close. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I'll say it's pretty close. Right. Very good. Well done. No, I'm gonna put this. You can back turn the camera off now, please, the, for the love of God. <laughs> the uh, the NSA is watching. Alright. The NSA is watching. Oh, no, they've been watching me. I know they do. I don't cover up my mic or my camera. <laughs> Alright, so But hey. There, so there's something this... to that shit, because I know you can, it's pretty simple to hack someone's webcam. It is, yeah. Yeah. I've actually Wait, why watched... do you know that? Because <laughs> I've done it! Oh. Uh, right. I was uh... watching, 
I was watching a, a feed from across the planet. I don't know where, but oh, it was weird. so easy. I can't remember how it was done. I did it years ago. It's probably harder now. Yeah. Um, I did it probably 2008, 2007. Admitting to crime. Oh, good. Yeah. It wasn't a crime then. That's true. Okay, fine. Yeah. Okay, so we've got this okay. fat guy. All right. And we're going to turn the page. Mm -hmm. so and we is... have three panels. So okay. it's like a comic. All yep. Right? And we've got... Uh, this girl, and she's doing various things, and she's wearing a blue dress in all these pictures. Okay. In the first picture, she's playing with toys. Um, and to give you a sense of, like, what era this is, it looks like 1800s. She's got one of those, like, ducks on wheels that you can pull with a string, and, uh, like a Napoleonic-era soldier on a horse. Sure. And then in the next panel, she's eating what looks like nothing, because she has an empty plate. Um, <laughs> and then in the next panel, she's... It, I don't know, it looks like kind of weird modern art. She's standing next to this Christmas tree and facing away from the panel, and about half the panel is occupied by the, a drawing of the floor. <laughs> oh. What? Are you imagining this? Uh, sorry, yeah. You don't have to draw this. Oh, okay. Uh, I, <laughs> we were just going to do I am way behind. Oh, you're just doing the we first... going to do that the, the first page. Oh, okay. <laughs> I just want you to try to imagine with me this. Yes, this. I am. Alright, so then we're going to turn the page, mm -hmm. and I have no idea what the fuck I'm looking oh, at. Oh, shit. Um, okay. It is toys on a white space, like, falling from the sky mm -hmm. onto what looks like a porch, and that's it. Got it. I have no idea where this is going in the story. And then the next page is similar. It's toys falling from the sky, though it looks like it's heading toward a street. Huh. With a woman wearing a hood. Yeah. And the next page uh, is um, an angel. Ooh. It, it looks like uh, Christmas. And she's holding a book with, like, a swole dwarf. <laughs> oh, is <laughs> like it like the Zelda hat or whatever. Okay. The Link hat. I know, everybody. Don't scream at me. Hmm. I think this, this whole book is just formatted wrong. And then we get to Struvel Peter himself. Ooh, okay. Um, but I think I'm going to have to open this in a different view because this is... I literally cannot tell what the fuck is going on. Sure. There's a dog eating breakfast. He's got a little bib on. There's a whip hanging on his chair. What? <laughs> I don't know why. America. There's a picture of some stairs. Here's a giant man with a huge head. <laughs> and it looks like... Um, I don't know. It looks like Joseph Smith. Ah, oh, he comes up and a lot. In, and he's a doctor, it seems. And in the bed next to the where this person he's helping is, mm -hmm. is another guy who looks like Joseph Smith. <laughs> and he's, like, scowling. And the other guy's smiling. Uh. So I don't know what the hell that is. Oh, my God! What? There is literally a child on fire. Oh, God. And, and uh, it looks... And there's two cats, like, crying out in terror. Oh, of course. Sur surrounding this scene. And then the next panel is just a pair of shoes. Oh! <laughs> and it looks like the cats are, like, sucking up the ashes with their eyes. What the hell? Hmm, this is... This is great entertainment. I know, everyone's just listening, like... They're like, like you're, you're going to show each other a picture, which none of us can see, uh, <laughs> and we're waiting for it. <laughs> I know. We I know. Are. Isn't, isn't podcasting amazing? <laughs> Natural entertainers. <laughs> All right. All right. I think this is it. There it is. I sent it. 
I haven't gotten it. It's in the it's in the uh, the chat box. Oh, sorry, I haven't sent it yet. Okay, <laughs> there it is. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> you gotta post this picture too. There's just I can't describe. <laughs> All right. I'll try to remember. It's just this guy who, yeah, standing at the bottom of a pole at the top, a yellow pole, by the way, mm-hmm. at the top of which is a bouquet, and he's like pointing upward like he's making a speech. But his hair is amazing. It's, it's Donald like, Trump hair, but orange. Well, yeah. Wait, what? What? <laughs> it's like it's like oranger. Yeah. Yeah, um, and it's like spiked up in one stupid-looking spike, and his pants are pulled up. It's horrible. Oh, it's man. one of the ugliest drawings I've ever seen. Yeah, that is. And since Guten Project Gutenberg, oh Jesus Christ! Now we're into the racist caricatures. Oh dear, let's not. Let's not. How go old there. is this? 1809. <laughs> oh, of course. Um, but that's when the author was born. I'm not exactly sure. Well, I'm born. Well, okay. I mean, this is crazy. This is this. There's like this wizard putting tiny men into a milk pot. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that's how uh, it was made. It's like, <laughs> and it looks like they're, like, they have wheels and shit. This is like trippy, man. Huh. Um, here's a picture of a guy with a musket being, and there's a rabbit in the bushes behind him using a blowgun. <laughs> <laughs> it looks like and you gotta tame the, the west on the, on the next page the rabbit there's the, the guy the hunter is dead the guy with the gun is dead and the rabbit has stolen his gun and his glasses oh shit and is marching off and now he's shooting other hunters oh. <laughs> this is like a massacre oh. there's people falling down wells <laughs> there's like rats and small rabbits cheering for the death of the human what <laughs> And the rabbit is smoking a cigarette. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna bookmark this and, and save a link because this share is, it with everyone. I'm gonna share this link uh, when we release the episode. Oh Jesus Christ! What? There's a guy with a giant pair of scissors and he's cutting off a child's hand. Oh, oh whoa! And now the child's fine in the next image. Oh. And then this horrifying thing happens where it looks like the child is, can't eat or something. Yeah. He's like dancing next to a dinner table. Ooh. And there's three panels, one on top of the other. And in each panel, he grows progressively skinnier until he's just this wire. Oh. It's, it reminds me of that, that creepy-ass uh, manga I, I saw. Or is it a manga? Well, either way, it's like horror comic. Yeah. Um, it was called the... Uh, what was that called? Do you remember? Oh, the one you you the one, the one where there's like the the people shaped holes in the side of a cliff. Oh uh, yeah, and, and they like correspond with an individual person and people from all over the world, and nobody can figure out what the fuck they're for. Yeah, don't and, read that. But at they night. can't. <laughs> yeah, they can't seem to resist like climbing into these holes that fit them. Yeah, and then they discover that they're on the other don't side of the away. cliff. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah, you should go look it up. Anyway, it's called it's the called. Enigma of Amagara Fault, or something along that yep, line. Yeah, the Enigma of Amagara Fault. Yep. Posted at least a hundred times a day on popular image sharing websites. Yeah. <laughs> and everyone's like, I've never seen this before! Yeah. And I saw it once, and then I was like, that's the most horrifying fucking thing I've ever seen. Mm. And then, mm-hmm. then I couldn't stop reading it. Um, uh, yeah. Because it's horrific. It's also the scariest one among the series, in my opinion. Uh, I, yeah. I've read a lot of them. Yeah. <laughs> Um, for sure. Did you get stuck on those? Yeah, you told me about it, and then I st- stayed up all night reading them. 
which was not a, <laughs> not a good idea. But that was definitely yeah. the the, uh, the best one, the one that got under my the, skin the most. Yeah, this one's the this is this book is not too different. I mean, with this disjointed series of images, I mean we've got girls burning to death, rabbits oh, hunting humans with guns. Here's a picture of a drowned child. This sounds just like, like the history of Mormonism to me. I, we need to <laughs> tell Bryce about this because I think he could clear some things up. <laughs> We've got some questions. Although if it's for Bryce. 1809, <gasps> conspiracy. <gasps> yeah, conspiracy. Yeah. But anyway, so they're like fishing this dead child out of the river with giant hooks, oh, and dear. now the child's alive on the shoreline, and there's three fish Good. singing to him. <laughs> this is some trippy shit. Here's a guy who's getting sucked into a cloud. <laughs> And that's the book. Scene. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I need I so, need this uh, link. We, we got to share with everyone. <laughs> yeah, I bookmarked it. I'll, okay. I'll try to remember to post Perfect. it. Perfect. Um, but since I'm an irresponsible son of a bitch, I might forget. So just remind me on Twitter. Just say, hey, post that, you Give asshole. Give us the book. The sacred you know what? text. I've got my first crazy Walmart story. Did I tell you Oh, no, I don't think so. So... <clears throat> It was early in the morning, mm -hmm. and I was opening the store. Ooh. And this guy, and this should be a whole separate podcast, Walmart stories, because <laughs> the craziest... Like, last night we had what looked... This guy comes barreling into the electronics section uh -huh. with a huge smile on his face. Yeah. And he's got this cart, and he's he's got a CD player, and he's listening to music, and he's just smiling from ear to ear, and he's got this crazy look in his eye. Yeah. And he's also wearing this really puffy jacket, so I'm like, alright, this, this motherfucker's gonna steal some DVDs. <laughs> so I start trying to follow him, but he's, like, evading me at every turn. He's, like, whipping back and forth between the aisles. Weird. Um, and he was in and out of there in about 30 seconds. He just whipped through. Huh. And I'm like, this, this son of a bitch stole some DVDs or some shit. Yeah. Um, and it was so it was so weird because it was like I'm not allowed to approach him and say hey don't steal that shit. Right. You're supposed to walk up to him and say hey you can pay for that over here if you see that they're concealing something. Makes sense. And the other thing they have is a policy called uh, I, I think it's like intrusive courtesy or something like mm -hmm. that. Mm -hmm. Where you're supposed to be like if you suspect somebody's trying to steal something you're just supposed to be really nice to them and you know talk to them and yeah not let them get away with it. Right. Um, which I've I've done so far. We've caught some fraudsters and some thieves. Oh, and, fun! <laughs> yeah, it's it's really fun, especially late at night and you're all alone. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But anyway, so like this crazy story. That's not the crazy story. I mean, that guy was in and out, and then he whipped around some other sections, and he was just barreling around, and he had all he had in his cart was a bottle of laundry detergent. <laughs> that's all you need. <laughs> yeah. That's the phantom of the electronics section. Anyway, so what do you think? Uh, should we move on to your primary source? Sure, we can do that. I think we should because I'm right. ready to react and not tell. <laughs> no, I, I'll need your input on some of these. Uh, oh, shit. Okay. Is so, this like a BuzzFeed article again? No, 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 no. This is much worse. Uh, <laughs> I have a list. Okay. And don't worry, we're not going to go through everything. But it is a list of every slogan for every presidential candidate in the U.S. since <laughs> 1840. <laughs> and the some of these are amazing. <laughs> okay, this is 1840? Uh, well, uh, it goes back to 1840. Oh, I'm not going to start with 1840. 1840. Yeah, it's uh, all of them since 1840. And by list, I mean Wikipedia, but hey. <laughs> Wikipedia is a primary source. Yeah, of course. <laughs> I mean, you you always go there first, don't you? Therefore, primary. <laughs> We're right. historians. We are word people. All right, so I'm okay. really actually excited about this. You should just... Get well, I know right you it. like slogans, because we, we've had some good conversations about different political slogans and whatnot. Uh, so, yeah. 
This yeah. will, this would be good. Um, Actually, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Actually, no. I'm not going to talk about that. All right, go ahead. Let's go. <laughs> Uh, all right. Uh, let's see. Well, we'll start in 1852. Mm-hmm. Uh, so 1852. Remember that that year. And this is the slogan for presidential campaign uh, candidate Franklin Pierce. Franklin right? Pierce. Okay. And he uh, he says, "We poked you in '44. We shall pierce you in '52." <laughs> So he's That's refer- a promise. <laughs> <laughs> so he's referring to, of course, the election of James K. Polk uh, from '44. I'm guessing they're in the same party. <laughs> um, it doesn't say here on Wikipedia, and I, I it's 1852, so I have no idea. But yeah, they're gonna poke you and then pierce you. That is so different. Yeah, <laughs> from like the shit you see today. Yeah, true. Yeah, uh, it's it's almost like a uh, a sports team. Hmm. Or some shit. Like something you'd see on a sign at a game. Yeah, for sure. You know? <laughs> oh, we poked you in 44 and... and... A lot of these are. They're, they're so childish. <laughs> I'm glad to see we've come so far. <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, All right. So let's, let's hop one. on over to 1856. 1856. Uh, James Buchanan has a slogan, <laughs> We'll buck em in 56. Puns on their names. Yeah. <laughs> so is it James Buchanan, not Buchanan? Yeah. I think so. Yeah. I've been Buchanan. saying Buchanan my whole life, not Buchanan. Same. Yeah. <laughs> Buchanan <laughs> will buke him in '56. <laughs> will we buke him? <laughs> yeah. I, I I'm I'm surprised they didn't go with the cannon part of it. Right. Yeah. You know. <laughs> we'll cannon them, man. <laughs> yeah. 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 I don't know. Uh. All right, well, we'll go over to Abraham Lincoln in 1860. Okay. And he said, vote yourself a farm and horses, which, of course, would be given to you by the government if you were a frontiersman after the law-granting Homestead Acts. <laughs> oh. So, yeah, so, it's uh, like, vote for us, we'll give you shit. Yeah, yeah, So yeah. not much has changed. <laughs> Handouts. <laughs> yep. How exciting. But at least it's something, like, tangible. It's not like, right. pat our back, we'll pat yours. It's like, we'll give you a fucking horse. <laughs> <laughs> and it's not a pun on his name. So we're Yeah, we're so we're up. progressing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and, of course, there are other slogans, like uh, Stephen A. Douglas's slogan, True to the Union and the Constitution to the Last. Uh, or the Union Now and Forever. But uh, those are kind of... Boring. That was, that was great, yeah. <laughs> they're cute uh, and they're patriotic sounding, but you could probably put that with any presidential candidate and you would be like, who the fuck was that? I can't remember. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean... So, uh, hopping over to 1864, Abraham Lincoln's trying to get reelected, and he can't get off this horse thing because his new slogan is, don't change horses in midstream. So this is him basically saying, I'm a horse. Yep. And the American people are riding me. Yes. And we're halfway across the stream. <laughs> Don't get on another president. <laughs> right. Yeah. When you're riding Abraham Lincoln in a river, be you got to finish the job. You got to finish off Lincoln. I'm just imagining Lincoln with an elongated face munching on hay. <laughs> <laughs> like Bojack Horseman. <laughs> like Bojack Horseman. Yeah. yeah. Right. Uh, okay. I like that one. That's It at yeah. least makes some sense. Uh, yeah. <laughs> All right, carry on. All right. Uh, 1868, this is by Ulysses S. Grant. Vote as you shot. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? 
So I'm guessing he's referring to when he was a general. Uh, <laughs> so vote but, for the guy you shot for. Yeah, because he was the union. He was a union general. But the problem I have with this yes. is, if you're a Confederate sympathizer, you've just shot the president, President Lincoln. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know. <laughs> vote the man you shot for. Ah. Ah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Uh, a perilous, barbarous time it was. <laughs> yeah, right, yes. Literally voting because you shot you shot your gun. Oh. Right. I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't know. That's that's not very good. Do better, Grant. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, in 1872, when Grant was seeking re-election, uh, his competitor, Horace Greeley, that's probably not <laughs> Greeley or something like that, his slogan was, Turn the Rascals Out, which is just... Reminds me of Drain the Swamp. <laughs> yeah, Turn the Rascals I like Out. Mm. I like it better, though. Yeah. I, I kind of like both, <clears throat> because hmm. they're both the saying the exact same shit, but with different terminology. Yeah. Turn the Rascals Out! Drain right. the Swamp! Right? It's saying the same thing. Get rid of the corruption or whatever. Mm-hmm. But one is kind of cute. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Turn the Rascals Out! Yeah. I think the word rascal is very cute. I think so, too. It makes I me think of a, a raccoon. Oh, yeah. Rascally raccoons. Yep. Mm. Did yeah. you see that raccoon trying to eat the cotton candy? <laughs> you showed it to me. That's right. Yeah, there's this <laughs> raccoon. They give him some cotton candy. He's, like, all excited. He, like, puts it in the stream to wash it. It just vanishes. And he's like, where'd it go? And he's, like, feeling around in the water. It's so sad. It's, yeah, it is It is a war crime. It's amazing that they wash their food. Yeah. That, that's amazing. We need to get uh, a raccoon on the show. <laughs> Right, we do, and we'll uh, we'll name him Pickles Number Two. Wait, what's the what's the name of the raccoon in Pocahontas? I've never seen Pocahontas because I wasn't allowed. There's like exactly one good scene in that. Oh, okay. yeah, and it's amazing. It's like amazing. It makes the whole movie worth it. Uh, sure, it's this what scene? animated sequence where she's singing "Paint with All the Colors of the Wind." Oh yeah, I've seen that. And it's course. like yeah. chalk. They did it with chalk. No, it's hmm. amazing. Well, anyway. Carry on. Yeah. Uh, okay, so one thing I, I will say is, which we need to bring back, is uh, parties had slogans for the other party. So oh. it was an attack. Yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah. So here, it's the year 1884, and we have a Republican attack slogan against the Democrats. Okay. And it is, Rum, Romanism, and Rebellion. <laughs> so I'll, we'll break it down. Um, so basically, the Democratic Party today. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, really? I'm not even being that <laughs> funny about it. Was it right. rum, Romanism, and rebellion? Yes. I mean, so uh, am I yeah, wrong? The... <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I, Fight I don't know. me. <laughs> Well, uh, yeah, okay, we'll, we'll go with this. Rum, pirates drink rum, uh, Democrats are stealing from everyone else because they want higher taxes. Uh, Romanism, the Romans were imperialists and wanted to sp uh, spread their territory, and Democrats, I mean, uh, they're pro-war, unlike they used to be. And uh, rebellion is uh, Occupy Wall Street. There we go, there we, we did it. Easy. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was thinking for the rebellion, the hashtag resist thing. Oh, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And then uh, for the for the Romanism, I was thinking of, like, 
you know, the Romans were really good partiers, and the Democrats have better parties, oh, in my opinion. Oh, yeah, that's true, that's true. I mean, that's mm. just, that's a fact of life. <laughs> if you want good parties, be a Democrat. Yeah, for sure. Uh, if you want lame picking... parties with, with like, Kool-Aid <laughs> instead of alcohol, go to the Republicans. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then the, what was the first thing? Rum? Yeah, that goes rum party thing. All right. Yeah. And that yeah. Saturday Night Live sketch where Hillary Clinton was at the bar. Did you oh, see yeah. that? Yeah, I did. She's like at the bar. That's crazy. And there's like, she's serving herself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I didn't yeah. I didn't watch all of it. It was kind of boring. But I, Who watches Saturday Night Live anyway? I don't know. <laughs> oh, no. My dad. He watches the DVDs for uh, Chris Farley and... Oh, of course, yeah. Uh, Will Ferrell, you, you know, the classics. Um, yeah. The Belushis, yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Anyway, any more slogans? Well, so what it, the breakdown is actually the the Democratic Party at this time support well they uh, supported consuming alcoholic beverages so there's the rum oh they so supported I... Catholic immigrants which is the Romanism oh and shit course... I didn't know that's what it meant <laughs> <laughs> yeah now I'm gonna sound like an asshole again <laughs> yes and of course they uh, they were basically the party that supported the Confederacy so there's the rebellion wait what uh, the Democratic Party was for the rebellion. They were, wait, the, the Confederate, the they were with the Confederates? Yeah, the, I'm sorry, the Democratic Party was the, the supporters for the Confederates. Seriously? Yeah, the parties really switched. Yeah, um, that's right, they, and they did that a lot. Yeah, uh, because uh, at this time, Republicanism was about, they were for abolition of slavery, they were for government subsidies, and uh, government, like, taking over industry in a lot of ways and the democrats were for states rights and racism <laughs> so <laughs> that is really interesting because democrat does the root there is demos which ah. i think means what people probably yeah probably it up so i don't sound like a complete idiot here and it's yeah. weird that they wouldn't be for um uh, equal rights to non-whites. The common people, yeah, the demos is the common people. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's weird that they wouldn't be for abolition. Mm-hmm. I guess well, I mean, a of... lot of them were, but most of them were. The party was not. <laughs> yeah, got it. Yeah. Uh, okay, interesting. So... Yeah. So, let's move on. Yeah. Uh, now that we've pissed off every political party. <laughs> hey, like, we're... <laughs> That's just today's That's work here. That's the fun of it. talk about dead people. <laughs> it's the name of the game. Yep. Yeah. Uh, so here in, uh, um, 1888, mm-hmm. Glover, Cleveland, uh... Glover? <laughs> read, Glover! Glover! Glover? Right. Uh, I just, I just watched, uh, Donkey's video on Glover. <laughs> so oh, yeah. That's why Glover. I'm gonna call him Glover Cleveland. We should get Donkey anyway. on the show. He could, we should. Like, he could, like, Amazing. review a historical figure in four out <laughs> yep. of five, or however he talks. I, I can't do it. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so Grover Cleveland in 1888 just comes out with guns blazing and says, Unnecessary, unnecessary taxation oppresses industry. <laughs> There's just... <laughs> that's, that's the it. slogan? Yeah. <laughs> Can you see people chanting that on the... <laughs> Unnecessary taxation oppresses industry. It's so long and wordy. Yeah, they hadn't learned. Uh, they hadn't learned from uh, the propaganda masters of the 20th century yet. Mm, true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so let's let's see a few other ones. 
Um, uh, th- entertain our listeners while I look for <laughs> material. Uh, okay. Oh, I got one. I got one. <laughs> <laughs> or, <laughs> while I go look for material, you're supposed to have done that already. <laughs> Yeah. Well, I didn't highlight anything. I just had this oh, list. Oh, sure. Well, I mean, I guess I was sort of doing the same thing with the with the picture yeah. book because. Yep. 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 Sorry. Go ahead. So, 1912. I think this is an obesity uh, obesity joke, and uh, the slogan is "It is nothing but fair to leave Taft in the chair." <laughs> Wait, is that for him? Uh, yeah, I think so because they're saying it's nothing but fair to leave him there, uh, and I'm guessing it's the presidential chair. So, but I remember that William Howard Taft was, um... Portly. Uh, yes. <laughs> he was a porker. Yeah. Yep. No, um, Meanwhile, Yeah. Well, and that's, uh, that's actually my favorite thing about him. Because <laughs> that's why everyone knows him. Right, of and course. it's just not fair at all. <laughs> no. Um, the poor man. <laughs> I know. And Taft, it doesn't help that Taft sounds like Taffy. No, no true. Bit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, uh... Keep in mind that this is in comparison with Woodrow Wilson, who was just, win with Wilson. Yeah, well, that's great. Yeah, it's so and short and concise. Yep. It's nothing but fair to leave Taft in the chair. That sounds like he deserves it. It's fair. Yeah. And that's yep. not, like, running on his his uh, qualities, Yep. I suppose. And no, it's also he... probably not very good, like, visual... <laughs> uh, a visual to ha- for your enemies to have of right. him sitting in a chair... Yes. <laughs> because, yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Any more? Uh, I've got a few more. Okay. Uh, in 1916, so remember, 1916, we're two years into World War One, and America is not involved with the war, uh, overtly at least. Mm-hmm. Um, so Woodrow, Woodrow Wilson's, uh, he's got a few slogans, and it's all about him keeping America out of the war. Oh. Which... If you know anything about Woodrow Wilson, it's him who got us in the war just a few months later. Really? Yeah, I found that interesting. Uh, So so the slogans for Woodrow Wilson was, uh, he has kept us out of war. Yeah. Or, uh, war in the East, peace in the West, thank God for Woodrow Wilson. And then later, (laughs) Uh, (laughs) just kidding, baby! (laughs) Just kidding. We're going to war! Fire up the Doughboy engine, Muffin Man, I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) I watched Shrek the other day, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, here's another play on words, 1924. Keep cool and keep Coolidge for Calvin Coolidge. <laughs> so bad. Oh, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, this one. Okay, this is, there's a few good ones for the 1928 election year. Uh, Herbert Hoover had a slogan, A chicken in every pot and a car in every garage. Well... And Don't then the Great you... Depression hit. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> oh, that's terrible. We were the chickens in the pot. <laughs> oh god! I was gonna say yeah. chicken pot, cars in the garage. Mm. Yes, but also in 1928, Al Smith, who uh, I guess was running against him, had a slogan, <laughs> and it's "Make your wet dreams come true." Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> What? So here's what no, he No, you're making this yes. shit up. No, I'm not. This There's <laughs> make your wet dreams come true. <laughs> yeah. I'm assuming it was about prohibition, but Exactly. Like... He wanted to repeal prohibition. <laughs> but... That's so unfortunate. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Yep. 
Oh. Uh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's really bad. So, good stuff. Uh, then a lot of these are kind of... <laughs> Well, uh, in 1944, FDR reused Don't Swap Horses in Midstream, so that's, uh, <laughs> that's plagiarism. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what they say about Woodrow Wilson. <laughs> what? No, it was FDR, not Woodrow Wilson. Oh, fuck. Never mind. But, well, what do, we, gonna... what do they say about Woodrow Wilson? <laughs> I was gonna say he wouldn't row when he could ride a horse <laughs> and switch horses midstream. I don't know. <laughs> That, that's true. <laughs> it's not funny. Um, no. <laughs> FDR, don't switch horses midstream. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> How about Franklin Delano's event? <laughs> <laughs> or Franklin Delano's. <laughs> No, no. Did he have a? Did he have? He a know. He knows how nose? to run the country. He know. Oh. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna stoop to that level. You're not gonna make fun of his physical appearance. No, of course not. Oh, that would be. That would be rude. Because he'd been making fun of the handicapped. He was in a wheelchair. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. No. Well, I mean, think about it. Like we kind of make fun of people's physical appearance at the beginning of the regular episodes, don't we? Oh. Mm-hmm. So, uh, just a few more. All right. Um, All right. I really like night- this. I'm really, okay, excellent. I'm really digging this. Well, we can always come back to it, because there's oh. just so many. Okay, okay. Uh, well, we of course, we have I Like Ike in 1952 for Eisenhower. Okay. And then of 1956, I Still Like Ike. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. It's yeah, like, me too. Yeah. <laughs> I still like him. What are you going to do? You know? Yeah. Yep. Oh. Uh, in 1964, we have this... Uh, this duel of slogans okay so uh lbj lyndon b johnson comes out with all the way with lbj uh (laughs) and of course his competitor comes out barry goldwater comes out in your heart you know he's right which doesn't rhyme (laughs) no it doesn't it's it's still kind of effective because it's apply it's you know it's appealing to you know, yeah. Deep down, deep down, man, you know. Yep. But it's also probably really hard to come up with slogans that are catchy with a name like Barry Goldwater. He'll <laughs> <laughs> put the gold in your water, you know? Yeah, he'll like, turn the water to gold. Yeah, I don't know. That <laughs> I don't just know. sounds like he's going to piss in your lemonade, though. Yeah. <laughs> put the gold in your water. Uh, yeah. It's lemonade. Here, drink that. Oh, God. <laughs> oh. Yep. All right, let's do so, a little well, more. The, uh, so the LBJ supporters countered that by saying, in your guts, you know he's nuts, which is oh, fun. That's yeah. a good one. Yep. That's uh, Hubert Humphrey in 1968 ran with the slogan, some people talk change, others cause it. Oh, see? I kind of like which, that. Yeah. Getting better. Uh, and we, ju- we just covered Richard Nixon a few uh, few weeks ago, and we? in his, his slogan in 1968 was, this time, vote like your whole world depended on it. Holy shit! Yeah, that is amazing. <laughs> that is like, this time, wow. That's, yeah. That's another thing, it's get- just getting bigger and bigger. Like. Yep, exactly. Wow. Uh, and speaking of Nixon, so 1972, we have an anti-democratic party slogan, um... And it's acid, amnesty, and abortion for all. <laughs> which, <laughs> which is dark. <laughs> that's pretty. Uh, that's pretty dark. I would say. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. But know. these are. <laughs> this is where things get crazy. <laughs> okay. Well, it's, hold on just a second. Yeah. I need to take a break. 
Okay, excellent. Let's yeah. uh, let's take a break. So let's leave our <laughs> listeners on a cliffhanger right now. Excellent. So yeah, this is where it's gonna get good. <laughs> All right. So do you want to do some more slogans, or do you want? Yeah, we on? yeah it's, we got the best ones right here. Remember? Oh, that's right. Right. Yeah. Before we took before a break, we took we left a two-hour break and took a nap. Maybe we should keep them waiting. I'll just read my next source, and they can wait on the best ones. But they're well, it's not that good. We can't. Well, yeah, I'm just kidding. It's that good. I'm okay. just kidding. I'm okay. Just good. Kidding. Yeah. All right. So 1972. Uh, the good news. Well, actually, I don't know. <laughs> we got Richard Nixon running. Right. Uh, what's the problem is his name is Richard, uh-huh. which, of course, uh, <laughs> is often I know where this summed is up into the word dick. Uh, yep. Dick Nixon, which, of course, if you don't know, is a uh, of English origin, I believe. I, I have no idea. <laughs> Okay, so we've got some dick jokes coming up with slogans, which is just great. <laughs> it's perfect for us, because we yeah. are 12. We are 12. So it is 1972, and some anti-Nixon people have the oh. slogan... <laughs> oh, there are dogs. There are dogs in my house. Okay, they have the anti-slogan... Wait, uh, wait, wait. The, the y- slogan is, there are dogs in my house? <laughs> no, sorry, that was not... <laughs> that there was are me. dogs. There are if- dogs in my house. <laughs> In my white house, like those dogs. <laughs> oh god. Okay. Uh, no, that was me Real commenting time. about the the barking in the background. Okay, yeah. so we have some anti-Nixon people. Their slogan is "Dick Nixon before he dicks you." <laughs> <laughs> no way. <laughs> no way. Yep. <laughs> it gets oh. better though. Okay, so that was people against Nixon. The next two are people who were supporting Nixon. Okay, okay. Okay, so we've got a popular campaign slogan for Nixon supporters. And it is, they can't lick our dick. Well, there's one more. <laughs> oh, hold on, hold on. Yeah. I gotta check something too. Uh huh. Okay. All right. Okay. No, I was just checking to see it. So I've got another source, and I just wanted to see if it had the word "dick" in it. That's all. Well, okay. Just to see how far back that slang goes, because it seems like this was the phase when it was being phased into. Yeah. This. <laughs> Maybe it was caused by Dick Nixon. I don't know. I. It's so great. Uh. Okay. We got one more. Okay. <laughs> and this is again from Nixon supporters. Mm-hmm. And it is. Uh, remember that. Remember that horse thing. The don't change horses in the middle of uh, a river. It was F- or uh, Abraham Lincoln and then FDR. Well, here it is again, just kind of changed. Oh. And it is. <laughs> don't change dicks in the midst of a screw. Vote for Nixon in seventy two. <laughs> Up with that and like half, <laughs> no you did uh, and then of course 
Nixon had to know, right? Yeah, of course. Of course. <laughs> I would... Oh. Oh. But what else could that possibly mean? It's not even like it has a double meaning. <laughs> I know. Like they had to know. <laughs> yeah. That is... <laughs> the best thing. That is intentionally awesome. <laughs> yeah. Republicans use that slogan. <laughs> no. In 1972. <laughs> oh. oh, wow. So there are more, and some of them are okay, but there's you just can't get any better than that. So I, uh, <laughs> we have to then we have to have someone named Richard who runs again for president because it's too. So we good. can have the dick puns. <laughs> yep, it's too good. <laughs> Wow. wow. I can't even believe it. I can't believe that. <laughs> so which Are there your... pictures of that? Oh, 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 like, oh. Oh, I, I'm not going to Google search I'm, that. I'm going to Google it. Opening a private window now. Oh, okay. Uh, this is brave. Don't change dicks in the midst of a screw. <laughs> Vote for Nixon in 72. <laughs> if there are pictures, we got we got to share some of these. <laughs> they might. I think they might have come from the same guy. Here's the, they can't lick our dick. Um, <laughs> McGovern can't lick our dick. Oh, there I love are this. pins. There are pins, and, and Nixon is like post- smiling on all of them. Unbelievable. Yeah, don't change dicks in the middle of a screw. Vote for Nixon in '72. It's wow. so good. I'm never going to forget that. <laughs> no. <clears throat> Truman was screwy to build a porch for Dewey. What the fuck? <laughs> I don't know what that means. Yeah. All right. Anyway, so that's <laughs> that's probably all the slogans I have today. <laughs> I am amazed and I have no words. <laughs> well, this will be good follow-up to our episode on uh, Bartholomew Roberts and Richard Nixon. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, it's true. It's true. All right. Um, and so, then uh, you have another source, don't you? I, I have actually... Yes. I have three more, but I'm going <laughs> to cut cut one out. Okay. Right? We can save it. Because it's just not as good. Sure. Um, and the thing that makes this one work... <clears throat> Is the picture that goes along with it. So I'm going to send it with, uh, to you. Uh-huh. Um, hey, you're really stuck on this picture thing today. No, I know. And I know this is an audio format, so I'm being kind of, you know, dumb. <laughs> I'm yeah. always being dumb. I mean, that's just me. So. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. James D. Here's the link. I just want you to follow that link. Oh no, okay, here we go. I have clicked on it, it is redirecting. Oh dear. Um. (laughs) What is this? This... (laughs) (laughs) Okay. uh, What are you looking at, James? (laughs) I am looking at the most glorious man. uh, From probably, what, the 1890s or something? Something Uh, like that. He's got... Slicked black hair, uh, this really pointy and bushy mustache. He's looking straight at your soul through the <laughs> lens of the camera. Uh, and he's got this, like, sleeveless shirt on, uh, and it is just decorated with medals. Like, so, how many? 
1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18. At least 19 medals, and then this giant eagle on the chest. Yeah, uh, the, the eagle was what got me. Yeah, for sure. It's the icing on top. It is just, yeah. So, wow, that is beautiful. Uh, yep. Tell me the context. <laughs> uh, so, the book is called uh, Swimming Scientifically. Um, uh. Or Swimming Scientifically Taught, a Practical Manual for Young and Old. So, and it's a swimming manual. <laughs> it's a swimming manual. Um, and awesome. I went through it, and I found that it is actually a very good swimming manual. Okay. Um, it has all kinds of things in it, like uh, swimming techniques, diving techniques, uh, hmm. like there's uh, something about water polo. Um, nice. And then there's enough, there's shit on like health, like cramps, and how to save people hmm. um, who fall overboard or whatever. Yeah. Uh, and then there's actually a section on resuscitation. Hmm. Um, well, this sounds actually like a pretty good document. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's not funny. Right. <laughs> it, well, it's got that picture, which is uh, both funny and admirable. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> Here's the section on resuscitation. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and we'll, ju- we'll just read this because it's, it's, I mean, it's a good book, so it's like hard to, hard to be funny about, but yeah, this is how to save somebody who has been drowning. So... After bringing a drowning person ashore, your work is only half done. The main thing is to bring him back to life, should he be unconscious. There are several methods for resuscitating the apparently drowned. The method adopted by the Royal Humane Society of England is, to my knowledge, the simplest of all. It is as follows. All right. Uh, I'm on board. <laughs> I'm on. I, I'm not on board. Actually, I am drowning. So yeah. Okay. So <laughs> please I got, I'm going to pull you out of the water here, okay. and then we're going to do this. <laughs> oh wait, I'm drowning. Oh. Uh, okay, I'm unconscious. We're right. All right. Yeah. Begin treatment in the open air as soon as you have brought the unfortunate ashore. Meanwhile, send for medical assistance, blankets, and dry clothing. Expose the patient's throat and chest to the wind, except in very severe weather. So you're exposing them to, I guess, fresh air. Sure. Remove all tight clothing from neck and chest. Take off suspenders. <laughs> so I don't know if they're telling you to take off their suspenders or your suspenders. Uh, they can't lick our dick. That's all I know. <laughs> <laughs> well, they can't because all we're taking off is our tight clothing from the neck and chest. So ah, yes. No dick licking is going to go on. No, sir. Uh, so the points to be aimed at here are... First and immediately, the restoration of breathing, and secondly, after breathing is restored, the promotion of warmth and circulation. The efforts to restore breathing must be commenced immediately and energetically, and persevered in for one or two hours, or until a medical man has pronounced that life is extinct. (laughs) Oh, dear. Yeah. So then he goes into all the different methods, and um, you, like, rub their chest or put smelling salts under their nose and whatnot. Huh. Um, which, All right. And then there, there's, like, the uh, Hall's method, Sylvester's method. <laughs> um, all of them involve removing all of your tight clothing from your neck and chest. Well, I was um, a Boy Scout, and I was taught the same thing. To take off your all your clothes? Well, yeah, but that was something unrelated <laughs> to the merit badge. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but anyway, so there's that, and the the real kicker there is the picture. So, yeah, <laughs> and I uh, I, I will say I love the uh, the one review of the book 
which is just three stars, no good, I drowned using this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay, so Love we have girl. one last one. All right. <laughs> and I'm stunned we haven't gotten, we haven't gone this low before. Oh, no. Oh, I'm no. stunned we haven't found a romance novel. Oh, no. From back in the day. Um, <laughs> oh, I'm is, so uh, ready. This is from 1873. <laughs> it's a classical Victorian erotic novel. Jeez. Oh, but this is the 1892 edition, so they they edited some things and maybe added some shit in. Okay, so how, before you start reading this, mm. how, what's the mood I should be setting myself in? And the listeners as well. Should I be closing okay, my eyes? Like, I, Should I, I mean it when pants? I say this. Uh-huh. I mean it when I say this, okay? Yeah. It's one of the most disgusting things I've ever read. Oh, no. And I'm no prude. Believe okay. me. Yeah. But it is I just... I mean... All right. Oh, I, oh, I'll shit. admit this to you. Gonna... I probably spent more time looking at this one than the others. Oh, no. <laughs> um, because it's... It's amazing. It's okay. about this guy, all right, and well, he's just yeah. what? Go ahead. I'm gonna, I'm gonna still try and like get involved with this romantically. Uh, I'm gonna close my eyes and try to be aroused. So <laughs> go for it. First on-air boner. <laughs> uh, no, so like, <clears throat> it's about this guy, and he is just having sex. All the time. Throughout the entire book. It's not even like it has a thread where it's like, oh, he screwed this woman and then, like, you know, screwed over this other woman and now they're, like, mad at each other and he's playing with their emotions. It's nothing like that. It's not even like, um... I mean, it's just... It's just kind of weird. So he's just running around with his sword hanging out and... (laughs) Jumping on... Okay. Uh, yeah. Um, so it's like... The way it starts... Okay, so here's what it's called. Mm-hmm. It's called... <laughs> the Romance of Lust. <laughs> <laughs> the author is anonymous. Let's <laughs> <laughs> go figure. But it may be worth noting that these were extremely popular during this era. Right. Yeah, we always think yeah, like, Victorians as super prude and whatnot, but... Oh. No! Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> they were just... They were just doing it all the time. Something like, was in the water, man. <laughs> yeah, they had to wear all of those clothes as protection. Like, <laughs> it was like he wore all that shit like a smock at an art studio. <laughs> just liquid spray it all. Oh gosh, stop! It's too much. I'm getting. Look, I'm. Oh. This is me warming you up. Oh no! <laughs> is can we do this? Is this? <laughs> Is this legal? I don't know. (laughs) All right, I'm ready, maybe. All right, all right, get... Take a deep breath. Yep. (laughs) I can't even believe this shit. All right, this is how it begins. Volume one. (laughs) There are volumes. (laughs) Uh, This is called The Novice. Okay. And it has Mrs. Benson, Mary... Mrs. Benson's correspondence with Mrs. Edgerton, Miss Evelyn, and Eliza. Okay. Those are sections. Oh, and you'll dear. notice that they're all women's names. Yeah. Yeah. So he's dividing it up by who he's fucking, basically. Oh, dear. Uh-huh. <laughs> all right. So I'm going to... I don't want to read this out loud. I don't want to hear it. I'm... <laughs> but we have to do it. Oh, okay. Because salacious material... <laughs> 
cells. Most people love. <laughs> All right, yeah. so we are repurposing a 1892 <laughs> edition of an erotic novel. <laughs> we it have begins. never stooped so low. <laughs> it begins. All right, and this mm-hmm. is the first paragraph. There were three of us, Mary, Eliza, and myself. <laughs> I can't figure out what voice to do this. I was approaching 15. Mary Aww. was a year younger, and Eliza between 12 and 13 years of age. You know oh, this is going? oh, boy. I don't know. I don't like... I, can we do this? <laughs> uh, let me read ahead just a tiny bit. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh... I think we'll just continue and we'll stop if it gets weird. Okay. All right, so, I mean, it's going to get weird immediately, but... Oh, boy. M- Mama um. treated us all as children and was blind to the fact that I was no longer what I had been. So he's not a child anymore. Uh-huh. Although not tall for my age, nor outwardly presenting a manly appearance, my passions were awakening, and the distinctive feature of my sex, although in repose, it looked magnificent enough... <laughs> And was very sufficiently developed when under the influence of excitement. (laughs) Oh, God. Wow. My God. All right. As yet, I had absolutely no knowledge of the use. We should do this. We should read this paragraph by paragraph. Huh. All uh. right, you're going to read a paragraph. I'm going to read a paragraph, all right? Okay. I'm sending you the link. Oh, no. All right, I'm sending sending you the link. Uh, I'm there still not go. comfortable with this. Well, if we have to cut it, we'll cut it. I mean, we're talking we- about underage genitalia. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. it is a book in the common domain, so... It's in the public domain. It's mm-hmm. not illegal to read it. Um, oh boy! And remember, it's a different era. Right? <laughs> it doesn't make it right. <laughs> <laughs> well, back then you were lucky to live to be twenty-five. <laughs> uh, yeah. Sorry. Sorry. Mm. <laughs> I'm not justifying it. I'm not because believe me, it is. It's revolting. I know we haven't even started yet. Ugh. Yeah. I mean that's light shit, obviously. Hmm. But I mean. Like, here's a phrase. We discovered that mutual handlings gave a certain amount of pleasing and sensation. Uh, 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 Jesus Christ. My eldest sister... Oh, no. ...had discovered that the... ...of my doodle... (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. Stiffen as hard as a piece of wood. Uh, They used the word cock back then. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. Um, I didn't know that. Hmm. So let's skip the uh, child pornography, shall we? I had a guinea pig named Doodle. Doodle? Yeah. <laughs> That's what his sister called his cock. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, all right. So, okay, here's a phrase. Miss Evelyn became more reserved and cautioned at first and then threatened us with the rod. We did not think she would make use of it. Oh, dear. Um, but that yeah, was... this has bits about spanking, uh, beatings. Let's see. Oh boy. The rod whistled through the air and oh, fell with geez. a cruel cut on Mary's plump little bottom. Oh. <laughs> People were reading this shit. Oh. I, I don't, and then he gets horrible. spanked and he's getting aroused and like, I mean, look at the size of this document. Have you looked at this? Wait, I, don't, I didn't get it. Oh, I sent it in the, the hangout. 
It's on the, uh, it's on the, uh, here. All right, I get it, I get it, I get it. Uh, I've Googled Deimos, predictive index. All right, here it is. Yeah, no, uh -huh. I mean, I, just, we're not going to read this paragraph by paragraph, but I just want you to scroll through and read what these good oh, Christian no. Victorian people uh, were huh. reading <laughs> on the side. Because it's war, I mean, it is, and look how long it is. Oh, it? it's so long. It's so, so long. Oh, that was not it. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> All right, yep. I just, it's, and it's incredible how damn detailed it's it really gets. disgusting um, oh jeez yeah so maybe not read all of it but like find some oh this is really oh dear <laughs> that is so dark I'm gonna wait what happened well he's watching his sister being beaten and he's getting aroused by it oh god this is one of the worst things I've ever read <laughs> I I didn't even know it was this bad. Like I read I read the uh I read the uh like a couple of passages where like he has sex with a maid or whatever. Yeah. Like all right, you know. And the the, the language is like disgusting and but this, not like yeah. disgusting more like it's kind of funny, but when you right. read like this shit. This is really yeah. Ugh. You don't want to know everybody. No. You don't want to know. But the fact that people read this for entertainment. Uh, yeah, this is... Uh, I mean, <laughs> you said it earlier, we're not prudes. <laughs> no. Uh, we've been around the block, and this is way too much. Yeah. Uh, this is like... Yeah, they crossed some lines, uh, even in today's standards. Holy cow. Well, definitely by today's standards. For sure. Um, uh, cause like, I was like reading things like, there's a line that said, we had a delicious fuck. And I'm like, ha, that's funny. Cause the 1870s, you know? Yeah, of course. But then there's this scene that I just discovered with this doctor. Mm. Yeah. That is so strange. Cause we think of things as being like more prudish right. back then. And we think of like progress and like, and, uh. Yeah. I mean, I don't know, like, the way we treat sex today, you know, we talk openly about it and that sort of thing. It's, um, I mean, most people do anyway, at least more than they used to. Yeah, oh, for sure. Um, and then you think of this era and you're like, yeah, you know, there was probably some funny stuff going on, but not this. It's It'd be interesting to study the dynamic of the more you suppress something, the more fucked up it's going to become. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Because <laughs> I used to, I mean, I, I have the feeling of, well, if you suppress it, it's just going to fester. Yeah. Um, you know, it's like putting a Band-Aid on something without putting on any antiseptic. Yeah. You know, I mean, or maybe that's the wrong way of looking at it. I mean, Ugh. ew, yeah. But I, I wonder what that is, because... Um, oh, here's the C word. Oh, many times. Many, yeah. many times. I couldn't believe it. Uh, Charles. Whoever wrote this, <laughs> good thing they're anonymous, because holy cow. There's there's even, like, addendums. Yeah, I'm, it's so I'm assuming long. That came with oh the, my gosh. 
I know, this is like as long as the Bible. I, I was going to say, yeah, it's got to be... Oh, wow. Word count a web page. Website page. Word counter. Let's see how long this is. Calculating. <laughs> what is it? 192,000 words. Oh my gosh. <laughs> That's three times as long as most long novels. Yeah. Hold on. Look up like the Book of Mormon and see how many <laughs> words that has. Oh my god. What? <laughs> War and peace. Oh no. <laughs> is 587,000 words long. This is almost... 200,000 words. It's as, it's almost half, or at least a third, as long as War, oh my as War and gosh. Peace. That's insane. Ah, how could you write that much shit? I don't know. Oh, and here's the keywords, okay? So, the most used word, mm -hmm. besides, like, the yeah. and and whatnot, is, uh, prick. Oh, gosh. Good. <laughs> and, uh, let's see here. Besides, like, basic keywords, prick shows up between then and up. Hmm. And above <laughs> could, you're into, when, would, were, him. Wow. That is... Uh, so you have, you have prick, you have deer, very, he uses very a lot. Uh-huh. Or she, I don't know who wrote this. Um, and then there's 434 uses of the C word in this book. <laughs> it's the... Sixth most used word in the in the that's not a the but that's not like a regular keyword. Oh wow, that is uh, ugh, um, ugh. something. It is something. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's so funny to see. I do you. have a favorite phrase though. Uh, oh. I will admit, I, I did stumble upon this, <laughs> and uh, he uses the phrase "Grotto of Venus." <laughs> 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 the Grotto of Venus. Mm. Yeah, that's yeah. Uh, that's that's at least better than using, <laughs> you know, other other uh, words descriptions. Okay, well, one hundred ninety-two thousand words. That is really that's sad. Crazy. That's crazy. You know, uh, fuck and mama have the same number of usages. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> oh, God. That's the funny thing, is I'm not, like, disgusted by the topic. I'm disgusted by that book. Yeah. <laughs> Holy shit, I've never, ever read anything that bad. I thought yep. it was gonna be, like, a little bit funny. Because, like, the one I was reading it, it was like, oh, and then he has sex with this person, then he has sex with that person, then he has sex with this person, and it's like, haha. Yeah. It's 190,000 words of... <laughs> Sexual Horrible. encounters. Yeah. And then hidden in there is, like, actual pedophilia and shit like that. Yep. Um, uh, and, yeah. uh... Yeah. Not good. Incest. <laughs> Yay. Yeah. And, uh, underage, too. It was yeah. pretty it's, it's got all of them. All yeah. the bad ones. Interestingly enough, it also has a heavy focus on, like, sexual violence, I suppose. Yeah, uh, for sure. <laughs> uh, which is disgusting, but we're yeah. not gonna talk about that anymore, because that is gross. <laughs> These dead people are dead to me. Yeah. <laughs>
Oh, God. Yeah. And, I mean, remember, these people really existed. They really wrote this shit, and we have it on the internet. And, and it was can... popular. <laughs> and it, it was popular. These things yeah. would not be on the internet archives if people never read Oh, my read God. Them. <laughs> can you imagine setting the type oh. back then? Like, setting up the printing press to print that? Each individual letter you're putting in? Mm. Maybe yeah. some individual words, you know? Yeah, well, Ugh. okay, I've heard a rumor, and this could just be my, uh, Christian upbringing talking, mm -hmm. but I heard a rumor that after the, uh, printing press was invented, the first thing printed was the Bible, and the second thing printed was pornographic literature. Uh, really? I, I don't know if that's true, but I've always heard it, uh, <laughs> and it was always this thing like, you know, nothing new is under the sun, we had the Bible, but of course, the smut was out there too. Yeah, I mean, um, I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> when I'm at when I'm working at Walmart, you know what I'm thinking about the whole time? Uh, Twinkies. Yeah, Twinkies. I'm just thinking about Twinkies. But <laughs> in other words, <laughs> the podcast. I'm thinking about this podcast. <laughs> yeah, I'm thinking about what I can do with it, how I can make it better for you guys, mm. how how James and I can collaborate to improve our material even more, and you know, sketches and fun stuff like that. And you know, I'm I'm thinking about it constantly. It's it's our our baby. It's our, it's our baby, baby. Um, <laughs> and in a real sense, because you know, you, you you can work just a job, um, just to pay your fucking bills. And then there's passion projects, mm -hmm. and this for me is a passion project. It's a it's it's a combination of everything that I love. I mean. Yeah, it's it's a combination of radio, which I love. It's a combination of history. It's a combination of of researching that history, making jokes, being an idiot into friendship. a mic. Friendship, <laughs> yes, friendship. You know, communion with our patrons and listeners and everything. Oh you know, my god, that is talk. such a culty word. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know, but we are a cult, so Not there even you go. Covert. No, yeah, no, but uh, you know, like all that stuff is like that's what keeps me going. Doing the audio design, writing the sketches fighting off lord history you know it's a yeah that is an endeavor yeah i don't know if that's the same way for you james oh yeah for sure <laughs> you're not gonna add anything <laughs> uh, you're alive to the whole world <laughs> yeah it's a it's a fun thing to do is that all it is for you no it's it's a mission strip it's uh <laughs> The wind beneath my wings and the uh, shiny penny in my pocket. It's the reinforcements on the battlefield and the mailman's little jig. It's uh, <laughs> it's the herd of bison that has ro that is roaming on the plains, and it's the uh, the plains of the RAF guarding England. It is. <laughs> <laughs> it is the Ostger, the Grouch, who's not a Grouch, uh, and it's a snowman who never melts. It's everything <laughs> and anything to me. Well, end you scene. Know, <laughs> I tried to get you to be serious, but no, no, there's no, there's, I am. How dare you, sir? How dare you? I, I, I am a scholar. And I <laughs> pursue judgment. <laughs> judgment. <laughs> I don't know who's the person I'm looking at. But how, how 
dare you looking down at me from your ivory tower with your medals and hats. How dare you? I I am a worker and a family man, and I am serious. As serious as a turnip in an oven. <laughs> and your laughs, your laughs mock me like an artist in a drain pipe. That's what I feel like, just shunned by society, hated. But I will rise. I will oh. rise like the scourge of the Mongol hordes. I will be entertained and respected. What the hell? Amen. <laughs> oh my god. Oh. <laughs> Well, so, um, with all yeah. that said... <laughs> yeah, and don't, just remember, uh, don't switch dicks in the middle of a screw. <laughs> Vote Nixon in 72! <laughs> uh, yeah. That's what we're all about. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, I think it's time to bring the show to a close for today. Yeah. If you're interested in reaching out to us, uh, the best way to do so is on Twitter, because it's 2018 and Twitter hasn't died yet. Um, uh, uh, we're over on Facebook, too. Oh, yeah, and we got a big Facebook following because James ran an ad campaign or whatever, and people <laughs> found us. Yes, uh, I um, paid for followers. Just like yeah. real life. <laughs> <laughs> ah! uh, yeah, um... But yeah, if you want to contact us, that's the best way, is tweet at us or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um... And if you want to contribute to the show, it's uh, patreon.com slash wetalkaboutdeadpeople. And, um, yeah, you are the... You are the cream in our coffee. You are the vape juice in our vaporizers. (laughs) You're the... (laughs) You're the hefty trash bag that collects our garbage. And spits out money. <laughs> oh yeah, that's so. it. That, you can't go better than that. <laughs> nope, can't can't do better than that. Uh, we expect to have a, another full episode coming up. We both have some time uh, these the, coming weeks to work yep. really hard and crank out some episodes and huh. continue to release weekly. But I don't. It's like I don't even want to stop talking, but I don't have anything to say. Right. I, I agree. Wh- which I, I could talk. Which about. brings us back to the, <laughs> to the very beginning. Index. The very beginning of the episode. It's for full circle. Oh.